Hi guys, Princess here, and welcome to another episode of Buy Pumpkin, season four. You know, we're talking girls next door. I don't mean to rhyme. I don't know what's going on. Um, but listen, before we get started with the show, I wanted to let you guys know that this week I have a great guest. It's Mona from the How About No podcast. She's very funny. I loved having her on. Um, there may You may hear a bit of technical difficulties in the beginning, but that is my fault because I'm stupid. So I fixed them and you shouldn't hear it the whole way through. Um, I was also, you may hear me be a little distracted during this. I had a little drama going on with my foster care caseworker and we stopped many times because I was getting text messages and phone calls about a situation. But that said, it's still a really good show. I had a very good time and I hope to have Mona back again. Uh, Just a little bit of show business before um, we get started. I want to remind you guys that this podcast has a Patreon page. Um, it said buy, mm, that's not true. It said <laughs> www, why would I'm saying www? I don't think my mom is listening to this. It's at patreon.com backslash buy pumpkin. And what happens over there is more and more and more content. I am rounding up the end of my true life series. I have recently done some mob wives. I have recently done something on abducted in plain sight, which is a really maddening Netflix documentary. Um, I'm about to put up a Princess Diaries episode where I talk about all the stuff that's been going on with me, including that little bit of drama that was that was messing up my episode. So if you want to support this podcast, if you want to support me, then make sure you go over to patreon.com backslash buy pumpkin and sign up today. And if that's not an option for whatever reason, maybe you hate Patreon, maybe you uh, don't have a dollar a month to sign up, maybe uh, you just, you know, maybe you're like, maybe much like me, you support a lot of people on Patreon and you set a limit and you're at your limit and you're just not going to do it again. Okay, okay. Another way to support me is to follow me on uh, social media at okay then Princess on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can also follow me at Buy Pumpkin Podcast on Instagram. Another way to support is to leave a five-star review. Reviews help other wackadoos like you and me find each other. When you leave me a review, you're telling someone else who's just kind of, you know, looking around that, hey, Buy Pumpkin's a good place to start if you want to hear about hefts, liver spots, and toenails, (laughs) and (laughs) various other gross things that I get to talk about. So if that's the case, leave me a five-star review. I think that's everything. Um, I hope you guys really enjoy the show. It was a fun one. Thanks. Hi, Mona. Hey, princess. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on this podcast with, I think, about two days notice. That's all I need. (laughs) I'm ready. Minnie said, do you want to come on? Yeah. Topic? Yeah. I'm ready to go. I was like, do you want to talk about Girls Next Door? And you were like, I could be ready in 10 minutes. (laughs) I could be ready? Yes. I I was ready then. But now I'm more prepared. I've had two days. I've had some time to sleep on it. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah, good. So can I ask you, see, your partner in crime Mm -hmm. and in life, sort of, Rachel, (laughs) 
told me to ask you about your relationship with Hugh Hefner. And I, I believe I incorrectly guessed that he was your grandfather, but. Yeah, he is. I've always had a weird relationship with older white men. And I feel like he really influenced a lot of that. Not as a grandpa, but, uh, you know, I, I, I think at that time, like growing up, I was like kind of fascinated by it because I was just such a horny kid that, when I saw all the Playboy stuff and Wait. just like, oh, it's so sexy, so blah, blah, blah. And then I you was You were like, a oh, horny kid? This. You were a horny kid? I was a horny kid. So horny. Guys. What do you think about it? The yeah, views and like, opinions expressed by Mona do not represent those by, by Pumpkin. They are her own. Please tweet at her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had a TV in my room. My mom did not uh, cut off any channels. So I remember being, you know, in fifth grade and watching whatever, like Red, Red Shoe Diaries. I was the only fifth grader who knew like a lot more than I should have. I was like, oh, I know. I know what it's going to be like now. <laughs> you're you're going to be like in and a dude and a uh, saxophone solo. I'm ready. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, I, I was so like in like, fascinated by that world and so like playboy and hugh hefner and everything like that i was just like oh if i'm in there then i'm also sexy too so <laughs> i really sued i should not have been there where were my parents i don't know yeah. did you watch so, real sex as well oh god real sex uh yes um yeah. that was weird too because i just remember like very distinct people looking like my friend's parents <laughs> saying things like i hope you are delicious and i was like oh my god <laughs> Saying to each other are things like, because it wasn't like straight on. It was always like the alternative type of sex. It was always the alternative type of, absolutely, you know, kind of weirdness. The clowns sitting on like, you know, uh, whipped cream pies and all yeah. the, the horse. There was a lot of horses. Uh, every, every other episode, there was a horse. Uh, there was horse. There was massage. They love to <laughs> massage each other. And now and it's just like, these were, this is adult life. And the there thing is. That, yeah. So, like, you <laughs> have a similar, that's similar to the way I grew up as well, is that I had, like, cable and HBO in my room and no bedtime. And my mom was, like, 20 when she had me. So she really was just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You just do it yourself. Um, and, <laughs> my mom was 40 when she had me. So she was like, I'm oh. fucking tired. So oh. <laughs> do what the fuck you want. I'm fucking tired. I've had four other children. Um, d don't get pregnant. And uh, we're good. She didn't even ask you where you were going when you left the house when you were five years old. She'd just be like, all right, see you when you get back. See you later. Don't come back yet because I'm going to be on the phone. <laughs> Interrupt me. Try it. Yeah, and so I watched Real Sex by myself all the time too and in my room late at night because I had no bedtime and I would think to myself, okay, so that's what you got to do. You got to get a horse. <laughs> so get a horse? I was like, that's what, that's what men like? That's what women like? That's yeah. what, is that what I like? Yeah. What do horses. I like? Yeah, he, something rough. I'm like, they're so buff. Look at these animals. So buff. A lot of muscles. So, so you were, so how old were you? Well, first of all, when you watched Girls Next Door, did you mm -hmm. watch it the first run or? First run. Yeah. And I feel like I was the age at that time. Uh, I was like 22, I think when they first came out. Um, mm -hmm. So I was like, oh yeah, they're like kind of my age. I mean, Kendra is like two years younger than I am, but she, when I watched that, I felt like the age gap between me and Kendra was like, Kendra's was her age and I was like a Vietnam vet. Like that, <laughs> I felt so much older 
than her even watching that when I was right. watching it. Because she, because watching Kendra on this show is like watching a 15 year old in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. A yeah. 15 year old with her grandpa, daddy, boyfriend. And with her grandpa, daddy, boyfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just like do it and go shopping and have parties. That's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I make fun of Kendra a lot just because she is, she gives so much, yeah. you know, but at the same time, I feel like every time she comes on, I'm like, oh, I would have wanted that Tiffany silver necklace at that time. I would have yeah. wanted, I would have worn that juicy couture, you know, sweatshirt. So yeah. yeah. Um, I would have wanted to look like her. She was fucking hot. She was fucking hot. She was fucking hot. I mean, she was at that age where she's like, she knew she was hot too. So she well, never had that thing where like, I'm not that attractive. Like, I love that confidence about her where she's like, yeah. I'm just going to go on like this, you know? <laughs> Yeah, but um, I don't like, need to read. Most people know when they're yeah. hot. Like that idea of like, I need to tell you that you're a beautiful person, mm-hmm. and you're like, what me? You know, right. like you're just like, yeah, I know. I've I've heard it once or twice before. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you just have a, a attraction. Like, all right. You were just. I don't want to say attracted. Like you would mm-hmm. have sex with Hugh Hefner, well, or would you? If it got me, like, looking at now, I was very, <laughs> when I had sex at 22 with Hugh Hefner to live in that house, um, I can't say, I've had sex with worse, I will tell you that, also since then. Um, I appreciate your honesty here. Yeah, I would, yeah, I probably, I mean, yeah, I, I think I would have had, <laughs> oh man, ball sex, I would have to see his old saggy balls. You'd have to um, put them in your mouth, Mona. Monday, like, when, I, so I've. Another thing about it how my, that contributes to my fascination is that I feel like I've done a lot of research. Like I've read the biographies, autobiographies mm-hmm. of the girls who have been in it and, you know, like whoever has ghostwritten it, it doesn't matter. I eat it up. And I would have done it every Monday and Wednesday night according to the schedule. Yeah, I would have. You would have had to. I would. Yeah. They got to do a lot of other things. And at that time, like, yeah, I don't really have a strong moral compass. And I think that's what uh, would have gotten me in there. No, me neither. If I didn't have like a, the strong sense of shame from my family, um, there's no telling what I would have done. See, the thing is, is that like people, I don't know where they get this impression from, but they think that I'm like a good moral person, and that I, I don't, I don't even know how this happened. That like I like a lot of kids, and that oh. <laughs> I am like some maternal figure, and I guess. It's because most of the people like that I'm swimming in the internet with right now only mm-hmm. know me as a foster parent and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like my general disposition is fuck them kids. So like, yeah. so people yeah. have this impression of me, but I don't have a good moral compass either. And no, it doesn't, it doesn't point due north. And the fact is, he Hef wouldn't have had to pay me too much to have sex with me. Not too much. <laughs> yeah. I, it, the bar is very low because my uh, attraction to power, fame, money, my greed um, is very high. So Rent-free. yeah, I would definitely would have, it would not have taken me a lot. I mean, I w- when I was reading stuff like what the girls had to do before they you know, had sex, they all did like drugs. They all like mm-hmm. you know, got high and like really doesn't, how long is this going to take? Yeah. I mean, we're going to be, you know, our curfew is nine o'clock. We're going to be, there. it's fine. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be like 15 minutes. 15 you minutes off. You yeah, just, you like, just shake gotta... it and do like some noises that I learned when I was watching those shows. <laughs> I'm prepared. For... And I was also a theater kid. Theater kids are high horny, like on the spectrum of horniness. Like if you were in speech and debate, if you were in theater. <laughs> I was in debate. <laughs> so horny. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're also good at making noises that don't making necessarily no- voice acting. Yeah. Oh, it would have been. I loved accents. I loved impressions. <laughs> These girls don't know what they're doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I have the range. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm glad that we got that off the top. Great. I'm ask, I ask everyone who's on the show about it because I just want to know where they are before mm-hmm. we start talking about this thing because there are some people that are that would be like i would never there's no way i wouldn't i wouldn't have even gone to a playboy party and i don't know that i would have gone to a playboy party because i'm not really a party person Mm -hmm. i if they were gonna have food there i probably would have gone but (laughs) because i was very broke like when i was kendra's age i was so broke i would have gone anywhere for a meal Mm -hmm. so i would have gone there and if someone said I could stay and just order whatever from the butler and get a free room and have these dogs and, mm-hmm. you know. And a leash, a leash, a Porsche on lease yeah. um, and get on every week and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah I, I would have been like, what do we need to do? Like, give me, give me a, t- give me an outline of how this goes so I could just like get myself ready. And then I don't really need to drink that much. Let's just go upstairs. I'll blend in, but I'll be there. <laughs> I don't. Well, but. I mean, I think it's really funny that we're talking about this when we both know Hef doesn't do black girls. Good and God, he does not. <laughs> and he would have, he would have definitely, you would have said, "Hi, my name is Mona," and he would have been like, "So, what are you?" <laughs> right. That's what he would have done. And he's like, "Oh, Daddy," <laughs> and whatever you want me. So, I want to talk. So, on the, we did two episodes. They were episode eight and nine of the first mm-hmm. season. They're called Midsummer Night's Dreams and Under the Covers. And I mean, like most of the episodes, absolutely nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, nothing really happened. Don't be worried about missing anything if you're not watching them. Nothing happened. the The first episode is just about the Midsummer Night's Dream party, which Hef would have every year. I'm assuming in the middle of summer and <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's based on the uh, world view of um, Shakespeare's play. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there are lots of Greek deities. There's uh half as pan there. Everyone's in lingerie. It's the dress code is lingerie or less. And <laughs> Hmm. So even less than that. <laughs> it's totally conceivable that you could drive up to valet at the Playboy Playboy Mansion at this party and just get out naked and just sit down to the buffet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, hey guys. Yeah. Yes, I'm here. Would have. You no, know, it's so fun with the, the outfits right so like they have like a large part of the show was like dressing up for it but they also had the painted ladies you know like they would yes. do the airbrush which was also wild because um i don't know if you i i didn't notice until now so the guy who does it also has his wife do it 
and their son. So it's like a family business. Wait, wait, wait. Is their son like 14? Wow. How old is it? Their they- son is like in his, he looked like he was in his 20s and it's like full on in, in the, what I call the corners, <laughs> like some ladies' corners, um, trying to get like some depth, probably not too much depth, but, um, you know, trying to get some, some color in there. And so they have that. And I just think if I were to do that, um, I would probably want to have like some of the food that I'd be trying to steal out of the place. So like maybe, fly, sir, can you put like some wings there? Um, I don't curse. So yeah, it was a, that's wild. And that's also where, how Kendra was discovered. Mm -hmm. That's how Kendra came to the mansion. She was one of those girls. The girls. They, when they showed us the the painted ladies being painted, I was like, these are the ugliest outfits. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> who decided that? There was, like, just a string and then, like, a crisscross and cor- half corset in the back. On the booty. On the booty. I don't no know. one likes that. It was ugly. And I know no one cares because they're naked, but I just feel like we could do better. Mm-hmm. What's Michael Costello doing from Project Runway? What's, yeah. what's the one in there? What's the little one oh, who was, who, I was want, who works I want for Payless now? Um, I, that's what I want. It's so boring. <laughs> the, the color they were going for. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it was just really. So that's interesting. I didn't notice that it was a family affair, but that's a Playboy thing where, like, when they go in the office and you see Mary and the girls in there, you could tell they've all been working there for 40 years and, like, you know, they babysit their grandkids in the office and then Holly right. walks in naked and they're like, no, it's fine. Like, it's, you can, t- yeah, they have 40 worth of file fold around them been shredded. Um, it looks like it's going to collapse on itself. Every time I, I look at, um, what's her name? Liz, the secretary? No, Mary. Mary. Yeah. I worry for her um, in that scene. Yeah, she looks like... Uh, yeah, it's weird things like uh, your daughter to office day, bring your daughter to work day. Yeah. Um, and that's your work. Yeah. And then, like, she just gets to see, like, Kendra's nipples while she's there. Yeah. And, here, and so today we're looking at nipples. Mm-hmm. And we have some uh, criteria when we think about nipples. Here comes the pimp. Sit down. <laughs> He's coming mm-hmm. this way. And then we all die because we get some file folders fall on us. That's right. Yeah. Of all these nipple photo- uh, photos. All these centerfolds coming to get us. <laughs> but that's the interesting part, right? That mm-hmm. even though this is a porn brand based on the fuckability of young women, it's Absolutely. being run by like a horde of old men and women. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of old men and women, some seasoned deep. I was saying, I was going to say deep throat, but like you know, like when you're smoking and you just have like a deeper voice. Um, that's how they all sound to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of the things about this party that's special is that it's Anastasia or Anastasia. Is her name Anastasia or Anastasia? Well, I think, you know, when you go to, to Hollywood and you're like, I'm going to be Anastasia. And you're like, <laughs> we called you Annie. I don't know where you're from. I get that. Okay. In college, I went as... Um, so my maiden name is Conception. It's not Concepcion. It's not um, 
it's not anything fancy. But then in college, where uh, I went as uh, Mona Concepcion, and I did that for two years um, until my sister said, "Who the hell is that?" It's <laughs> <was> like <laughs> I'm Bobby Conception. That's George Conception. Um, oh. and that's your other sister, but, uh, who the hell is this Concepcion? So yeah, I understand when you go to a new place and you're like, I'm going to be different. Okay. So you're saying that Annie is Anastasia on the first day at a new school. Mm-hmm. That's all she has. Like, you know, you go, she, they do mention how she saw the photo shoot before and she felt so frumpy. They keep telling her like the way she looks is so frumpy. They act like she and Mary look alike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mary twins. <laughs> but she, she's just wearing clothes. That's all that's going on that's here. It. She's, she's, and in fact, so last episode, I just decided she was 18 because I was, I was like, there is no way that they're recording this girl watching this porn shoot and she's 17. Because for a while, I was like, I couldn't quite figure out how old she was. So this week, you know, I actually did some fucking research for this podcast I do and mm-hmm. looked it up. <laughs> and she turned 18 that May and then came to the um, Playboy Mansion that summer. So basically she turned 18 in May and then in June was like, Ma, I got to go to the Playboy Mansion. I'm going to go live with Bridget. And- yeah, just like Kendra. <laughs> that was exactly it. They could be classmates. They could like, be. Oh my God. Did you have like Mr. Smith <laughs> in homeroom? Yeah. He was the worst. Yeah, they could absolutely be. And so they're going to give her a makeover so that she can go to the Midsummer Night's Dream Party because she doesn't always go down for the parties and stuff because, mm-hmm. I mean, why would she? I don't know. But this is a big party and they want her to go down. So the whole episode is about being made over. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get there, I want to point out that when we talk about her being made over, the one thing, the one th- thing I noticed is that Kendra does nothing in this makeover. They go, we are going to make her over. And Kendra's in the room looking around like, nobody fucking told me. What? I don't, they just told me to walk anything. in here like five minutes ago. I didn't know. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. She's like, less than nothing. I just woke up. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are we even doing? Oh, I don't even know. Yeah. She just rolls out of bed and then the other girls are planning and then she can just do nothing. So. Yeah. And and when I first watched this the first time, I was like, I, I knew that Kendra was not like the other girls. You know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. knew that it was like, I, I knew that she was just a little different, you know? But when I'm watching it this time, no, reading both the books, reading mm-hmm. Holly's book and Kendra's book, mm-hmm. and I want to read that other one, but I haven't had time. You know, my kids keep asking me to feed them, Oof, let them out the of the basement, you know? Have them read to you. It's kind of like, you know, <laughs> school. Um, They're distance learning. Words. So, yeah. I'll be yeah, like, Kendra is different. She was, di- like, according to the book. So, there was, yeah, there was Holly's book. I didn't read Kendra's book. But I did read another one by Isabella St. James. Um, and that talked about kind of how Kendra went in there, like, with this bravado and kind of, like, there was a system, I guess, when girls would join, you know, they would kind of wait to be given the permission to like get their hair done and then get surgery and get all this kind of stuff. But at first she's just like, no, I want, you know, whatever, not Cadillac truck. There was some kind of car of the time that she got right away and then also asked for rims. And she also asked for it to be like decked out. 
So she definitely doesn't give anything and just exists yeah. um, based on her phenomenal body. Yeah. I think, so remember, Kendra's working as a stripper at this point. Mm-hmm. And she's also like poor. <laughs> she's yeah. from, she's in the streets of San Diego. And she's, and she's like, I think that she was very much like, this could last like two months. Yeah. So I gotta just, I kind of admire her in that way that she just was asking for things. Holly said the same thing that she was like asking for like, um, asking for a car immediately asking, mm-hmm. well, I got to get my dogs and I got to do this and I need that and da, 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 and, and half would just give it to her. And yeah, I kind of admire that about her because she, I'm not saying she's the hottest one because the truth is everybody had their favorite based mm-hmm. on, you know, the spice girlness of, you know, how they just kind of like gave them a persona and was like, yeah, this is what you are. Don't ever try to be anything else. Mm-hmm. And so like she, um, but Kendra definitely stood out in a lot of ways that she just was very casual. She was very relatable to everybody. I think that if you had asked me in 2005, it was like 25, I guess, when this came out. Mm-hmm. And um, who was my favorite? It would have been Kendra, hands down. Who would have been your favorite? Um, it would have been... God, yeah. I mean, I guess Kendra, because like we would have been into the same things, but at the same time, she she would have been like the friend that like gave nothing, right? And there were I'd always try to impress her, and she's like, she's not interested. Yeah, I mean, um, she'd be asleep, Mona. Yeah, she'd be right. She'd be, she'd wake up at three o'clock. And she's like, do you want to go to the Olive Garden? I'm like, sure, let's do it. Mona. Yeah, I yeah probably Kendra at the time like would have been the thing. I would like to have said Holly, but Holly was very much into like you know whatever daddy wanted so puffin um she seemed like somebody's mom she yeah yeah i can see that about about holly i don't think that you know and then bridget just seems so desperate that's the thing i could not have I, that would have darked me out a lot like seeing how just because i feel like she's my age now and would i have gone through all the things that she went through to like you know what how old is bridget i think bridget is like I think Bridget and I are the... No, we're not the same age. She's like 46 now. Mm-hmm. She might be a little what? older than that, but like at that time, I feel like I'm closer to that age. So I keep thinking like, would I have done all that stuff now? No, I'm tired. Oh, she was a lot older than them. She and was. Yeah, so can that. you imagine I thought she like, just looked older. Yeah, she did. I think she just looked so tired from having to like... She was, had been there the longest, sucking that old man's balls. From brushing that cat. Um, she oh, was 32 okay. when this started. Okay. And I already know Kendra was 20 or about to turn 20 because we mm-hmm. celebrated her birthday. Let me, I, I know you guys are just like, wow, princess, just do your fucking research on the. I know the, the Adrian, and I just felt like she felt the most insecure of everyone. You know, yeah, that yeah. comes across like so strong. I mean, yeah. uh, oh Holly God. was the primary girlfriend. Bridget was trying to find her place, and then Kendra just is like, you know, I'm hot. I can do whatever I want. Holly's 26. Bridget's 32. Okay. And Kendra just turned 20. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Guys, so, uh, people listening to this, I just want to apologize to you because I, this is like my fifth episode in this season of Buy Pumpkin. And I just didn't fucking know. I just didn't know. 
I did, did I call they, her old looking? Yes. They do all look old looking because they wear so much makeup that of that time. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Kendra wears like the white eyeshadow. I know. Um, she has white oh, hair. White hair, white eyes. She looks all washed out. She has like two blue eyes coming at you I saying know. things, you know. She's like Casper. Yeah. Yeah. Like if Casper uh, wanted to tell you how cool she was because she listened to like 3-6 Mafia, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Imagine that coming at you. So it's like, ooh, scary. <laughs> and Holly has always like really thick eye makeup. Yeah. Um, Bridget just without makeup at all looks so tired. So it's, it, they're, they're a little shape shifting in that way. Yeah. And, and like, am I here? I'm, I just turned 40 a couple of weeks ago. I've looked 40 since I was 11 years old. Like I could have passed for 40 when I was 11 years old. Am I here to be over here calling a 32-year-old old? No, but in this particular situation, 32 is old compared to mm-hmm. the type of girls that are there. It's, and it's interesting that they don't ever say, because actually Holly's been a girl for the longest, but Bridget's been coming around the longest. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, it's interesting that there's never an episode that's like, well, you know, Bridget's so much older than the rest of us. And we need to go ahead and get her a cane. Like, they're so interesting. (laughs) It feels like every year that she's there, her voice gets higher and higher, you know, like tries to make herself sound like, well, I'm just a girl from Lodi. (laughs) You know, like she just gets higher and higher and tries to confuse this old man. Yes. Like, uh, Cain and Abel. That's why she's still in college. Because uh, okay, uh, you mean UCLA Extension? Yeah, <laughs> getting her two master's degree from UCLA Extension. Well, you have to tell me what that means because I don't live over there on the West Coast like you do. What? It's, it's like, uh, yeah, you you're not going through the the traditional route of a master's program. You're going uh, with the other, you know. Uh, stay-at-home mom slash realtors who want to get a degree and it looks so great. I don't know. I mean, I like that about her that she did do that. You know, she does seem like she's trying to stand out. Uh, but I it I always feel like I knock people down a little bit if I hear something like that because I'm like, okay, how hard is it when you're not, again, sucking the old man's balls? Right. Um, and it's not like she has to work while she's doing it. Like and most it's of the communication, people. okay? We're not talking about like chemical engineering here. We're talking about like how you make a presentation or however. <laughs> You're putting a PowerPoint together. Like, calm down. All right, guys, send all your complaints to Mona. Bring it. Bring it to me. <laughs> and not Bring me. Your Devry University degree, your John Robert Powers certificate, <laughs> and we'll talk about what's what. <laughs> Okay, so so they're gonna do Anastasia up, and what they're gonna do is they're gonna give her blonde hair because remember you're not allowed to be at the Playboy Mansion unless you're blonde, <laughs> white blonde by the way. Right. So she's they're they're gonna give her extensions, two thousand five extensions, just in case anybody's wondering. Oh <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Not even, these are glued on. These are not oh. Uh, <laughs> These, oh yeah, <laughs> like, oh, that was so fast. Yeah, when they're like, oh, now it's time for extensions and she comes out like an hour later. I'm like, oh, this is, yep. this is some, 
this is not good. This is some Claire's jewelry glue kit. This is not a, a real thing here. Babe, her extensions fell out on the floor at the party <laughs> that night. Just I guarantee you. Someone brushed by her <laughs> and some butterfly wing took off a lot of the volume. Dude. And, oh, that's another thing I forgot to mention. Let me mention this, guys. Bridget was also married before. <laughs> she's divorced. <laughs> and so she's this divorcee dressing like a little girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bringing her hot sister. Mm-hmm. Hoping that Hef does not realize how old she's gotten. Because what did he tell Barbie Benton? Um, I've never, she said, I've never dated someone over 24 or something. Yeah. And he said, me either. And I don't know if he knows this. Bridget is well over 24 and she's hiding it by getting puppies and wearing pigtails and walking around with school books. Like I'm still in school. <laughs> yeah. Actual school books. Uh-huh. <laughs> so holds, yeah. Yeah. She asked yeah. him to close his eyes and then she just holds out like two silicone chicken cutlets and have them touch it like oh look how firm i still am the same okay. ones that um holly, holly anastasia right so i just i'm sorry guys i just had to go back and make sure i mentioned that because this is the first time i this is how little i care about bridget and i she's a jan brady of these girls this is how little i fucking care about her today was the first time i googled her was the first okay. time i was like yeah and the only reason i googled her is because i was trying to figure out how old anastasia was so they're going to give her extensions. They give her, they, uh, they, what else do they do? They get her an outfit. Then, mm-hmm. and then they take her to some place called Pink Cheeks mm-hmm. to get her waxed. Right. And then this 18-year-old girl <laughs> lies on the table where this woman, who I swear to God, seemed like a cult member seemed like the type of cult member that like they send out to to show you everything's normal she seems like the person that's like come back to this house i'm staying at and read this brochure i was yeah. i didn't like it i felt like she was gonna talk anastasia into doing something that she shouldn't do like let people wax her on camera mm-hmm. yeah she definitely talked like um the way she was very reassuring she's like oh where are you going oh what is that oh yeah like i isn't he the best is he so handsome like he's not gonna pick you woman like (laughs) who are you trying to impress all the questions were like oh yeah would you ever want to be like part of those girls and like while she's ripping hair off of her body to make her more you know like a child so she's more fuckable to him and i also i'm concerned because she asked like you said is he as handsome in real life as he is on tv which means that she is legally blind and should not be waxing anyone. She can't see. She doesn't know what she's doing. And I immediately, I was like, as soon as she said that, you should have got up, girl, and ran out of there because she can't fucking see. See, where is she waxing? The chair? Yeah. Then you. She waxed, and then your face. Yes, yeah, she waxed her hair off, off her top of her yeah. head. Mm-hmm. That's why the extinctions had to happen. That's right. She has like a, the landing strip is in the wrong place. <laughs> She asked her if she wanted her to wax her asshole. Didn't she ask her that? <laughs> yeah. But she said, do you want me to wax your butt? <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> you can just say it. Yeah. Like, she's either bunghole. Yeah. She's Go either like it. the cult lady that's in charge of like new recruits or she's the house mother yes. at like a, a prostitute den. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's the brothel mom. Yeah. She'll tell yeah, you yeah. what she, you need to get done. She is already out of the fuckable age, but she's still useful in that she tells you what the men still want. Yeah. And she's like, she doesn't say things like, like me, if I were waxing her, well, first off, I wouldn't have a job like that because it seems dirty. But mm-hmm. if I were waxing her and she said, well, I'm going to the party, blah, blah, blah. I'm staying at the mansion. I would have been like, does your mother know? I, I immediately would have been like talking her out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, do you need, listen, I will tell the cameraman to leave and say, you know, it's something I need to do something like kind of a little private. So I'll bring you back when she's like dressed and everything. And then yeah. as soon as the door closed, I'd be like, do you need me to call for help? Yeah. Are you okay? Are you here? You know, you don't have to do this. How old are you? Let me see your ID because I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's how um, I would have approached I it. Have done that? Or would I have been like, okay, can I get in? Um, <laughs> I'll give you a discount on this. It'll be really for free. Um, would you have, what is that movie Jordan Peele did where you like took her place? <laughs> <laughs> where you knocked her out and took her place? Knocked her out. <laughs> hi, I'm, hi, I'm Anastasia. <laughs> They wax a lot more. <laughs> wow, you look different. <laughs> oh, that's just my I'm new just look. I'm just very bloated. I had a chemical reaction <laughs> to the wax. Yeah, I would have definitely done that. Maybe. I mean, I just feel like it's all fun. I mean, okay. So it's all fun and games for all the girls. Bridge is a grown-ass woman. Bridge is about to hit retirement. Holly seems like she knows what she's doing. And mm-hmm. Kendra is definitely like we say, like I say about cats and dogs. When I see a cat outside, I'm like, that cat knows what it's doing. It's he's got mm-hmm. business. If I mm-hmm. see a dog outside, I'm like, oh, somebody needs to get the dog. Kendra's a cat. I I just feel like she's landing on her feet. She's she's doing what she's supposed to be doing. I don't think of her as naive. She seems like no. the type of girl who like can take care of herself. Yeah. But and mm-hmm. Little Anastasia does not look like that to me. She, she seems like that. No. And especially Waxer in Hollywood, you'd think that she would have seen a lot more and like, yeah, like I think from that perspective, gone in and kind of said like, listen, let me warn you, girl, it's not going to be all, you know, this party's fun, but then you're going to see his balls and you can't unsee them. Um, well, she does ask her, does she think about wanting to be a girlfriend? And she says, well, actually, my sister's one. And she's like, well, I guess there's one in the family's enough. I, when she, okay. When she was all done, mm-hmm. you know, after the cult lady slapped her on her ass, by the way, that was the last thing she did was slap her on her ass, which is <sighs> strange. But when she was yes. all done, she absolutely looked like a younger Bridget. Absolutely. <laughs> Yes, that's what everyone said. She definitely did. Like before Bridget got jaded, before Bridget, you know, decided what her personality was and it, you know. Before yeah, her first did. marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I find it hard to believe that Hef didn't even ask for Anastasia to come upstairs to the boom boom room. <laughs> yeah, I just uh-huh. I, I I'm not saying it happened. I'm not saying th- that this happened. I'm saying I find it hard to believe he didn't even make a joke. You know how dudes make jokes trying to see absolutely. Yeah. Like that those lyrics from Nelly's Hot in Here. I'm just kidding unless you're going to do it. I Yeah. I, <laughs> I I feel like that happened. 
I find it hard to believe it didn't happen. Do you? I find it hard to believe. I find it hard that he wouldn't have just said like, hey, how about she come up, you know, just to see or something like that. And she, Bridget would have been so heartbroken that she wasn't considered like more highly in his eyes or something. Um, right. Yeah. I, it's not beyond him to, to do that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, I, I definitely think that he, and of course she probably said like, okay, like, sure. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. I, I, I don't know why I, she talks about it. I was like, oh, no, sounds cool. I don't know. I, I don't know. But if you guys have listened to Troy's, I keep, I keep talking about this. Troy did several episodes about the Playboy Mansion. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you've listened to that, you know that Hef has been involved in underage prostitution. Uh, well, she was an underage sex slave. She was being forced. Mm-hmm. He released, <laughs> he released Marilyn Monroe's nudes. Right. And that he has been instrumental in several people being given drugs to you to have sex. Absolutely. A woman fucking a dog. He's been involved in all of this. So if you're sitting at home thinking to yourself, he would have done that. I don't know what the fuck you're thinking. Because right. this, this is time, nothing. Mm-hmm. This is this nothing is- for I mean, think about like the amount of of sex and sexual activity he's had to be in charge of be the ringleader of the circus master of to mm-hmm. feel anything different from like you know he has to go above and beyond so like that would be nothing for him to say like bring your sister along yeah yeah and you bring up a good point there that half has been having I don't want to say wild because it's not really wild. It's more about pushing boundaries mm-hmm. and doing different things. He's been doing this since the fucking, what, the 40s? Mm-hmm. It's 2005 at this point. Mm-hmm. What does Hef get out of having sex with three women? Nothing. 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 So yeah. is he doing it to say he's continuing to do it, even though he's like, oh, I believe he's 80 or about to be 80. He's like 79 or 80 at this point. Mm-hmm. Is he doing it just to say, I still got it? Is he still doing it? Absolutely. Because he's not getting anything out of it. You agree with me? I agree that he's not getting anything. But by that time, he's probably fucking bored. And so he just has to go through all of this and be the boss of everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, And he knows how to manipulate women because he's been doing it for years. He knows exactly. It's the same, like, class of women that come through. So it's just like, oh, all these freshmen want the same thing. because they're Developed at the same way. They're emotionally at the same level. I know exactly Mm -hmm. what to say. Um, yeah, no, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And I just, so yeah, so I'm glad that we agree. Anybody mm-hmm. out here who doesn't agree, please don't at me because I don't care. Because oh, at me. <laughs> I love to fight. I love fighting. Please. <laughs> because this is absolutely something he would do. And she did look very beautiful. She did look, I don't want to say she looked ugly before because she didn't. She looked like an 18 year old girl just hanging around the house. That's what she looked what? like normal normal she looked fine and they led us to believe if we were if if we were to go by what they were saying she was mm-hmm. 40 pounds overweight before that day and then shows right. up in this little cute outfit with this banging body right i was like did you guys get her lipo too because she looks really good and i don't understand why you guys are acting like she was i don't know like she gave birth to a kid six weeks ago yeah, they kept using the word frumpy, like this transformation transformation made her like into like Princess of Genovia or something. It was just like, get out of here. She got her hair too. dyed. She got a tan. She put on an outfit. She was still wearing very like low heels. So, you know, okay. 
And then she's doing your heels. Think about that. She's 18. Where was she wearing six inch stilettos too? (laughs) Nowhere. She wore platform sneakers. She had her her clothes from Spencer's. Lumi's something. Justice too. She uh, (laughs) recently, yeah. She got she stopped wearing the choker from Claire's. Uh, Here she is at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. You know, so their mom comes. And a couple episodes ago, I was talking about, like, what kind of mom? I'm just imagining, Mona, you have kids too. Your kids are a little mm-hmm. older than mine. But mm-hmm. I'm just imagining if I had, like, this 18-year-old daughter that was like, hey, so I'm just going to spend the um, the summer at the date rate capital of America. And mm-hmm. I'll see you. Yeah. I'll, I'll just be drinking random drinks and waking up wherever because that's what happens over there. Mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, no, you can't go over there like i don't want you i'm just thinking about that age and being i mean when i was that age i really thought like i knew everything and i was good and i was like i am just i can handle everything i actually have an 18 year old stepdaughter who is incredibly is constantly calling me and being like i'm so grown up Mm -hmm. i know everything i'm very independent absolutely I don't know how to make a doctor's appointment. Can you call my mom and tell her that I want to make a doctor's appointment? Cause she, I'm mad at her and she's standing right here, but I don't want to talk to her. Thank you. Like that. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So I'm just thinking about how, what Anastasia is like. And she seems like she's level-headed. She seems like a nice girl. Everything we see, she seems like a, a nice girl, but I'm also like, I would never let my stepkid go to something like this. I'd be like, no, I don't want you like imprinting on something like that. I, I, yeah. You don't want to do that. I just, I always tell my kids, I'm like, oh, you're going to guard your heart is what you say. I got that from Sheena Shea. I know it. Guard your heart. <laughs> but I do tell them that. I'm like, guard your heart. But it's good. <laughs> I was guard like, wow. your heart. Sheena Shea what? told me and she's had to do it. She's as good as gold. Okay. Don't let that stuff in there. Once you get it in there, you, you, it's very hard to like erase, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. And so, yeah, I would be a good, I, I wouldn't be as kind about that if I had a, you know, a child who wanted to go there. I'm like, no way. No, like, can you just like go to trade school or whatever? Can you do something like that and just like not go to the Playboy Mansion, please? You know, right. Please. want to go to Great Wolf Lodge? Can I take you to the water park and say you really liked that when you were 12? <laughs> Please don't do that. Yeah. And so yeah. the mom, I didn't think I would, like, I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't think this is something I could do. And I want to know what kind of mom, because they got on the phone when she was doing the pictorial, not on the station, uh, Bridget, Bridget, when mm-hmm. they were doing the pictorial. And the mom's just giggling just like Bridget. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, okay. So she don't give a fuck. And then she gets there and she really doesn't give a fuck. She's just she really doesn't enthralled by this. Kendra's mom, like in other episodes too, says mm-hmm. has the same kind of attitude. Like we're so, you're so lucky to be considered worthy of this old man's attention, you know? So yeah, I'm sure it's... growing up, like having them think that their self-worth was based on their fuckability, mm-hmm. you know, in, and I'm sure they didn't say that, but they also just say that like, you know, men won't want this. Yeah. You know, you're never going to be able to find a man after this because he'll know you've been turned inside out. Like, that's yeah. the type of shit that 
a certain type of mom will tell you, like, you want to try to keep it tight and right. <laughs> tight and right. Tight and right. Yeah. So the other thing, like, oh, so Bridget, I'm not Bridget, Kendra and her mom. One of the things I remember about Kendra and Kendra's mom is that Kendra's mom really liked the stability that the Playboy Mansion gave her. And when Kendra left the Playboy Mansion, her mom was pissed at her. She, that's what all those fights about later on that terrible TV show that I watched every fucking episode of. That is why. Reality (laughs) show boot camp? Well, she was definitely on there, but I meant her Kendra on top. Uh, Mm -hmm. They fought all the time. And it was because her mom was like, you should have never left. You should have stayed there. Yeah. I don't know whether they, because it seems like all the moms like him. And I mean, I'm certainly not a cool mom in any way. I just, I really took a dance party from a 10 year old that was happening in his own house. I grounded him from a dance party that was happening outside his door. So I'm definitely not a cool mom, but I certainly would not be like, you're like, come visit me at the mansion. I'm like, "Mm, I'll see you at Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah. And we're not going to talk about it. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it. I'll be here when this all crumbles, as it will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't want to walk on semen-stained carpet to come and visit you. No. At the mansion, while you've also dressed up my younger daughter as one of the concubines. Uh, Yeah, I don't want a a consort. Uh, No, thank you. (laughs) No. Yeah, I don't have boys, so it's just like... I would I want my kids to go over there and then acting all cool I'm like no because again the whole guard your heart um it's like when I found uh porn on one of my kids phones and I was just like (laughs) did you tell him to guard his heart (laughs) yeah (laughs) and I I put some tracking stuff I told him I put some tracking stuff on it I didn't do a goddamn thing other than say like don't do this um and guard your heart i said like yeah you don't want to change how you look at people and how you look at what you think you're worthy of and you know and i try to do like some big things and i'm like you don't know if those women are forced to do those things and <laughs> was he moved as, uh, which one was he moved was he like oh my god you're right no he just cried a lot he was like he's like why aren't you more mad at me and i was just like because like in my head i was like i watched Red Shoe Diaries when I was your age. I would have done worse. This is amateur stuff. I'm actually pretty disappointed. This You're like, it. I hired an escort for my 12th birthday. I Am would, I- yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I had a phone, I would have been on the dark web. This is websites anyone can go to. <laughs> Boring. Well, the thing, like, I have a bunch of boys, too. And I'm like, you know, and the reason we're talking about boys is because they're just usually more... I don't know. I feel like their hormones get a hold of them real fucking early uh-huh. and they don't uh-huh. know what to do with them. And I feel they like don't. girls are more like, you know, oh, is that estrogen? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to being like, testosterone, let's fuck some shit up. And so- no, right. It's like, what am I feeling? I'm going to research this. Yeah. <laughs> what are, what is, what is this word? Anal. <laughs> I don't get pregnant. Okay. When you I have them- sex mom, I'm going to do it up the butt. <laughs> You give them a, a copy of It's Me, God. <laughs> yeah. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Are you, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. And that's fine. But with boys, I feel like 
I don't know. I feel like hormones really fucks them up. And oh yeah. Yeah. The, the, I'm not so worried about porn itself, but more mm-hmm. about them getting used to thinking that like what's happening in porn yeah. is what's happening in real life. Mm-hmm. And also getting used to the idea of like performing sex instead of enjoying having a healthy sexual relationship yeah. that you enjoy. Yeah. Right. Like you're, and to uh, build your like I know it's weird talking about like way kids develop like what they find pleasing or pleasure and everything yeah. like that but like once you like start infiltrate like infiltrate once you start like inundating yourself with those type of things you build what you think you like and then yeah. it get go down this I mean and you see them as adults you see them as like freaking oh, we fuck them Mona we've had sex with dudes that fucked us oh, like man. someone was watching from the corner yeah. <laughs> and you're like wait I'm over here what are you yeah. <laughs> what are you doing this I actually doesn't feel good can you stop <laughs> yeah what do you your thumb doesn't go there (laughs) what is that exactly Mm -hmm. exactly and there are girls that also have been taught like that's what they do as well so that they've separated themselves from any kind of agency in like seeking their own pleasure and you see them like you know not everyone who's in playboy has that kind of separation but you see a lot of that and you see that in the kind of relationships that kendra's mom was probably influencing her to seek out right and like speaking of Sheena Shea, who hasn't, who did, wasn't she saying that somebody didn't have, like she didn't have an orgasm until she was like thirty-two or something like that? Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, and yet she'd had plenty of sex since then. Yeah, and and why? Because she's performing st- sex instead of enjoying and engaging in sex. Yeah, because women are not taught to that. That's a thing that we should be seeking out. So yeah, that's I totally agree. So she guarded more than her heart. Yeah. <laughs> this is all relevant, guys, because this is a porn brand, okay? This so is a us, porn brand, uh-huh. This, yeah. is, this is, I know they marketed it as the, this old guy's fun house, but it really is a porn brand. Uh-huh. And, you know, you got to think about, I think Hef, well, Holly said this, Hef said that, his first wife cheated on him before they got married and they got married anyway. And this is how this all happened. Like he was so upset that when that marriage was over, Mm -hmm. he decided he was going to have sex with as many women as possible in many ways as possible. And I don't think that's true. I think it's a story he tells, but you have to wonder what during his sexual development, what happened that made him if you notice, all his girlfriends look exactly alike. Mm-hmm. All his, they're all a certain age. Mm-hmm. He's only looking for one thing. He really want he he won't have anyone that has agency. He really is looking for a young college girl that's mm-hmm. you know a sweetheart. She's got the freshman catalog class catalog underneath her arm, and like her ass cheeks are hanging out, and she just doesn't even know. Like what imprinted on him to be like this is sex this is beauty this mm-hmm. is all of that and nothing else can be yeah he definitely is when you talk about like his origin story so everything is to prove that you know that he isn't that person that can be wronged that way right so like he is still fuckable because look how many young women still want him you know even into his 80s and then like that's what he was applauded rewarded monetized all that stuff so all right, do they want him, Mona? Do they want him? No, they don't want him. <laughs> no, they don't want 
him. They want, and even Holly, I don't think wanted him. She wanted the idea that she was better than these other women who were super beautiful and you know touted on the cover because that's what she said. She's just like, well, all her all his other girlfriends were on the cover so many times, yeah. right? So even she's not wanting him. She wants the idea that she beat them all out. You know what I mean? Like she is in this competition and she won. So even in, yeah, Mama, that's where I see from Holly. When they go upstairs to the boom, boom room, I mean, it's his room, but I just call it the boom, boom room. Yeah. When, they, when they go upstairs to the boom, boom room, mm-hmm. and he takes off his clothes. Mm-hmm. Think about how little and skinny he is. Cause he's an old man. Old man, and, no butt. <laughs> exactly. And I also want you to think about what his toenails probably look like and how sharp they probably are. Oh, yeah. A wide bed, a big toe bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> a big, you know, an old man is yeah. thick. It's a big, thick nail, a yeah. big toe bed. The bed of the nail is wide as the bed he's on. And, and they like pretend fake, go, oh, <laughs> like all this, you know what I mean? I, I'd be ready for that because I've practiced. And, yeah, yeah. Um, but those girls are not ready. They just like do their fake stuff. And, then he I, has Viagra and then I don't know, chooses one of the circle. Yeah. I'd be ready for it because I'm a fighter and <laughs> I'm not gonna be homeless again. So <laughs> I'd be ready no. for it. But I'd also be like, I can't tell whether him lying there all skinny and shrunken with these crazy toes is mm-hmm. better or worse than him lying there all skinny and shrunken with a pair of black socks on. I prefer the socks just because I feel like that's in the old man uniform. You know what I mean? He's just like, I'm going to keep this on. I was like, okay, daddy. I feel like my role in that would not be as like uh, having sex with him. I think I'd be more of the hype woman in the back <laughs> being like, like, why don't you turn around? Why don't you know? <laughs> I'd be offering positions and they'd like, look at me like you bitch. <laughs> like I thought well, this was going to be a simple thing. And you're playing twister where I'm like, um, right hand red. <laughs> And I'm like, I look for the worst position they could be. Um, Daddy, have you ever tried the, um, you know, Hollywood kickback? I do it, Brenda. (laughs) I would be the um, hall monitor. I'd be like, she only did three pumps and she knows we have to do four. She only did three. (laughs) Do some more, Daddy. I would not call him Daddy. Call call him daddy. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Honey, they called him honey. That's what they're like. Hi, honey. Even hearing it from that's, but that's an old person. The way the way she that's like an well, not an old person, but at least a middle aged woman's way of saying. And so hearing Kendra say hi, honey is is so hard because you know someone had to teach her to say it. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, no. Someone had a teacher. Well, the the one um, when she's like, we're all just so gay, and then she has to pause and she's like, you know, gay means happy. I was like, okay, who taught you that? <laughs> okay, no one from the class of two thousand two speaks like that. I don't know what. Uh, Half said it one day, and she was like, oh my god, you're gay. Yeah, <laughs> and then he had to explain it to her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. When everybody gets dressed, all right, so this is how it, pers- it basically goes down. 
Holly had to make her own outfit, which I don't think she made that outfit because it doesn't look like she made it. It no. looks it looks like she let somebody else make it and she's just walking mm-hmm. around the fabric. Mm-hmm. Um, Bridget, she actually took a long time getting fittings and stuff like that and picking out stuff. Um, Kendra says whatever she wears is going to be hot. Right. <laughs> Two band-aids and a cork. Yeah. Like, no, girl, you're a screw top. <laughs> cork. Hef gets a haircut and some stem cells, and that's it. Right. <laughs> but they have so much hair on them. They look like ponies to me. They, they, yeah, they do. They especially like Kendra. Uh-huh. Especially Kendra. Look like My Little Pony goes to, like, a strip club. Right. After the, after the milkshake shop <laughs> with Bright Eyes and Clover, <laughs> they get brushed out, and they go prancing. That's what this is. <laughs> It's exactly what it fucking looked like. Um, so the only other thing that really happened in this episode, besides them doing all that, is that Bridget's kitty got cut, and they definitely spent a lot of time talking about Bridget's cat. Right. Um, that, and they do a lot of like sound effects because when Bridget's cat is doing stuff, they always have it yowling yeah. and like hissing and stuff. And I'm not saying that cat doesn't hiss because the cat looks mad anyway. But oh, right. I was like, I feel like these are, they added this. I feel like that cat yeah. doesn't want to be brushed, but it's also like, I can, I'm a cat. I can just jump on the ceiling, keep it moving. I'm not really worried. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they they highly produce that because while they're doing the um, grooming uh, scene, they cut to the scenes where Anastasia is getting her self waxed. So you have like, oh, I see what you're doing. A cat and the ending and back at pink lips. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're the cat doesn't give a shit. The cat looks miserable. Yeah. I okay, so that's the end of that first episode. The next episode is the cover episode where it felt like they put a bunch of hodgepodge things together mm-hmm. that didn't go anywhere else. So they were like and this happens a lot on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. It happened on when I was doing uh, Growing Up Gotti, where they're just for like, we filmed this, so let's just do, let's just put it all together today. Right. So the main storyline is that although they did the pictorial, they don't know if they'll get the cover. Right. And this reminded me of when Lauren Con- Conrad was like, I hope I get the job at Teen Vogue, even though there was a film crew following her in there. Right. Mm-hmm. To do, like, bitch, this is the, you're going to get the job. Right. Like, it's already set up. And her dad even said that. It says, you're going to get the job. Just, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> just mm-hmm. do it. There, you have a whole storyline on this show about your pictorial. And keep in mind, he didn't let people do it anymore because they would leave him immediately after. Right. And I'm sorry, I keep laughing. I just find it so funny. He reminds me of like Wiley e. Coyote that's just like, damn, that didn't work. Fuck. Can't <laughs> let him. I'm not going to buy the cars anymore. No more, no more photo shoots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no Acme see. catalog of like iron and different boulders coming through. This is not working. <laughs> Yeah, and so, so the fact that they filmed you doing this means that it's important to the show. And I, I realize mm-hmm. it's their first season. They've never been on reality TV, all that. But there was no way they weren't going to get the cover, especially this, because this show premiered in December of 2005, and their mm-hmm. cover was November's cover. Right. It was part of the PR package 
of yes. the fucking show. Right. It is like, right. The, the triple layout, however, that they called it on the cover. Yeah. That, that's, but so I guess they don't realize that. So they're wondering, they're waiting to see if they're shooting a cover and then they're going to see if he wants to use it. They're doing, I mean, there's a part where they're doing the test shots on the white mm-hmm. and the black sheets and mm-hmm. they're like, and okay, this Kendra gets a lot of FaceTime this show because <laughs> she's very concerned about the black sheets yes. and she's just like, I don't know. She, this is one of the reasons Kendra was my favorite because I just felt like she was really dumb. I felt like she so was dumb. so dumb and she, she, she just, she was so relatable. I was just like, she was just mm-hmm. like a cool chick. Even at the time, like at the time I didn't know to hate a white girl in grills. It's, <laughs> I didn't realize yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't really, like, I didn't know. I knew my anger was there. I didn't know how to direct it. And then yeah, I found yeah, yeah. it, found it I, now. I knew yeah. I, I was a little, my stomach hurt every time I looked at it. I just didn't know why. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> So she, this is part of the reason because she's up there like, they just have a lot of her saying very stupid things into the camera. And, but the thing is, Heffa proves everything in the magazine. Holly said that, Kendra said that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they test them on the white sheets and on the black sheets. And then they all have to wait for Heff to get it and approve. And right. him on that phone was like Tom Hanks in Apollo 11. He was like... <laughs> Some old-ass technology. Yeah. I've got the test shots here, and yeah. it's a go for the black... <laughs> like, yeah. What are you it around the moon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, the white wasn't going to work. Dude, you saw how washed out it was. They Yeah, no. they With their tan, like, they should have been as white as the sheets. <laughs> but because of all the tanning that they had and, and the white stuff, hair, yeah, and the, mm-hmm. and the white hairs, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, for- no, they're gonna look like ghosts. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I agreed with yeah. Hef, I guess that the black one. <laughs> Whoa, better. Oh. it's the first time this has happened on the show. Somebody is agreeing with Hef. I mean, I did too. There's just no yeah. way they could do the white. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, I thought it was interesting that they recreated his bedroom instead of just going to his bedroom. Right. Yeah. I, that's so weird. I mean, you guys have all the access to the whole house. You know what I mean? So then you have to recreate the bedroom. It's not the Oval Office, but they did it. I'm like, oh, you didn't put the screens that they put all the gay porn on so you can <laughs> get it up every Wednesday night. Okay. But yeah, they showed like the chandelier with all the panties on it. I'm like, Okay. Can you imagine, Mona? I know you're married. I know you've been married before. I absolutely mm-hmm. agree with your get married in your 20s. Right, and get divorced in your 30s. Get divorced yep. in your 30s. I got married when I was 27. I'm waiting for this divorce to come because <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting. And so, but you're married. Can you imagine uh-huh. when you met your current husband? Uh-huh. Or even your first husband, I don't care. And you were like, and he was like, I want you to move in with me. And you were like, yeah, I'll definitely move in with you. And you get there and there's a bunch of crusty underwear. Oh my God. Used underwear. And it's just crusted into hardened right. sculptures. Absolutely. Just hanging Fossilized from the ceiling. Yeah. yeah. Some petrified, trashy lingerie, like from the lingerie company Trashy that they like to promote. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yeah, I have problems with finding spices that I knew I know existed during his previous marriage. So yeah, <laughs> I would be have a fucking problem. Did you use this and that's cumin just with her? Is that <laughs> yeah, like you were seasoning things up. With some, this came from before me, is what I like. I'm like, this is from before my time. <laughs> yeah, I am an. Oh, I I'm very clear about it. Like, I'm very jealous. I'm very insecure. I am easily rattled by any like you know, anything that reminds me that he had another life that he, in which he was might have been happy for a little bit. Um, and yeah, like I he, mean, we know it ended, but you're like, there was a day you were happy and I just don't like that. Yeah, I just don't like it. No, I like to be the the be all end all. I, and I'm very clear about that. Um, so yeah, I would be, I it would be so, li- well, I mean, I couldn't handle it, you know, because there would be constant reminder, right, of his past life. Not only that, like his whole, like all the girlfriends were there, like I, you like we can't even stop at underwear yeah uh they're always coming back yeah it's i would my brain like even explaining it now i'm like my brain is like uh short circuiting we're like (laughs) oh i cannot compute (laughs) underwear someone else's i'm like this bitch this this bitch (laughs) this bitch no who's the one with the polka dots what tell me about the polka dot oh yeah why don't you go like go fuck yourself with your with your polka dot panties I'm I'm similar. I'm like a full time job, and even though like <laughs> I I'm almost embarrassed to tell this story. But last Saturday night, in the middle of the night, I woke up, and my husband had been in the bed with me, was now on my side of the bed on the floor, kneeling, hugging me, half in, half out of the bed, mm. and I was like, please leave me alone. <laughs> And he was like, I don't know how I got here. I just wanted to be near you. And this is how, and I was like, oh my God. But as annoying as that shit is, I am absolutely a full-time job. Like you cannot, I'm not, you can't have another like family somewhere because I'm just too much fucking work. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's not possible. And I certainly, I wouldn't say that I'm particularly like jealous of past stuff, but we're not doing crusty panties in our bedroom so that you can look hot to right. the, the people on the show. And you know what? It was there before the show. He just had it there. Yeah. No, he just had it there. All the, like, when they did MTV Cribs and with the seven girlfriends, mm-hmm. um, and Holly was there explaining everything, you know, you can tell, like, there was, like, that look of, you know, like, she was deflated in every, in every scene. Yeah. Yeah. I could not have crusty panties around. Oh, my God. Just the worst okay so they're doing it they're doing they recreated i mean they're shitting money shitting money Mm -hmm. that they went out and recreated his fucking bedroom no wonder the shit went bankrupt Um, (laughs) but um so holly is talking about this shoot she is saying that hef has always told her she wasn't photogenic enough Mm -hmm. imagine can you imagine if your husband told you i have a magazine where i put pretty women on the cover but you're not pretty enough to be one of them you're not pretty enough to be one of them and that's what her fighting is her fight is to like fight through that and then so she can win yeah but look at the fucking prize him again saggy balls that's your prize she wanted that's to have a, a baby with him mona Ugh, that baby is going to have some issues um if she did have a baby with him if she had had a baby with him yeah, no. Then you'd have to be tied in forever. You know? No, thank you. 
Yeah, she wanted yeah. to have his baby. I don't know how. She, girl, you know how. She was going to science. <laughs> she was going to science it. She was going to science it. And then she and Mary would be the ones raising it because he's not, he's not changing your goddamn diaper. He's not doing a goddamn thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, he, I, this is rude, but I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah. Do we know he's continent? <laughs> is that the opposite of incontinent? <laughs> yeah. Does he not shed himself? Um, that's why the sex has to be so fast. Because <laughs> he knows it's coming. Like Ramona. He control things. It's all the, the nerves down there and Viagra. Yeah. Do we know? I, you know, I'm sure those girls have seen a lot of things like, it's okay. Yeah, it's they okay have to. Him. They have to or else he'll give them an eviction notice. Yeah, exactly. They have to deal with so many things. Yeah. Yeah. The I'm sure he's getting there. And I just I over and over again, I'm so flabbergasted, so shocked at this old ass man telling I mean, Holly is a very beautiful girl. Do are her eyes kind of weird? Yeah. But sure. but <laughs> she's out of his league. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. She's out yeah. of his league. Right. So for him to tell her she's not photogenic. Like, Mm -hmm. I love you. We have the best relationship. You're the best person I've ever been with. And yet, you are not photogenic enough to be on my magazine. Mm -hmm. Crazy. So she says, rude. Like, rude. Tell her that, tell her that, um, I don't know, you and the, you and the board talked about it and, they just are very intimidated by her and that's why she can't tell lie. Do not say what, right. mm-hmm. I mean, the truth is, I think he's lying. I think he just did that for control. I think, um, he just like a, a person that you're in a relationship with that will just be like, you're ugly. is not someone to be with. Right. I wish you could tell her like, you don't have to be in this house. You don't have to wash all the dildos in the sink. Um, after your Wednesday parties, you're worth uh, more than this, Holly. You're okay. Oh, yeah. You can walk off. Oh, my God. Yeah. And yeah. What a rude thing for anyone to say you're not photogenic enough. Because that's what she's listening. You know, that she's gonna, that's what she's going to hear. You know, she's not hearing like, oh, you are, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And also, I don't think. something we're trying to exchange or, you know, sell at like Plato's Closet. <laughs> <laughs> you're not in season i'm sorry there's a there's like a little blemish right here there's like a little stain we can't take that we can't take so- that <laughs> sorry like donate it yeah <laughs> i've heard this <laughs> i also think i think half should be i think it would be better if hef was actually honest about why she can't be on the um why she can't be in the magazine or on the cover or whatever mm-hmm. and say that You know, in my past, I've had a lot of women that wanted to be around me for an Mm -hmm. opportunity on the magazine to launch their Mm -hmm. their careers. And so I just made it a rule to myself that no one's going to be on the cover because that I'm not going to let anyone I'm dating on the cover anymore because, you know, for my own sake, it really, and I would, like, if I were a smooth talker and I was not trying to nag someone, I would be like, You know I love you. I actually think you are the most beautiful person I've ever been with. I am so lucky. The only reason you can't be on the magazine is because we have gotten together. So Mm -hmm. 
And then that's what I would say. I would lay it on so fucking thick. And then when they broke up and they were like, can I be on the magazine now? I'd be like, no, fuck you, bitch. You were so ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Where it comes out. That's what I say. He is nagging her. That is such a nag, you know? And now that she's not with him, of course, she can write two books about it because you've, you've had some distance. It's hard to see it when you're in the world. I know. And I, I think in her book, she does say that, like, she did care about him, but she really convinced herself she was in love with him. And this was mm-hmm. all very normal because the alternative was, then I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. I either have to believe that this is that I'm so in love with this man or I have to believe I'm stupid. And so, you know, you know, yeah, it's it much is. easier to say that you're in love than like you have to bone some geriatric. Yeah. And that you guys don't understand. We're all in a, in a relationship just like yours. Mm-hmm. It's just different. I mean, just like your husband would tell you, you have to be home at nine o'clock. Just like your husband would say, Hey, you're still looking really good. Can she come upstairs with us? Just like your husband. <laughs> just all wife things. <laughs> yeah, just wife things. Just like you have to wash the dildos and like the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Normal stuff. Clean off his dick and stuff with your mouth. Like just like that. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, oh my God, just the cognitive. I can't even say that word. Just the just the belief you have to instill in yourself to get mm-hmm. there. Right. But you know what? I'm not going to judge Holly for that. I judge her for a lot of fucking things. I'm not going to judge her for that because I think we've all been in situations where we really convinced ourselves that something was one thing. And then we're like, oh no. Mm, Actually, I am stupid. Turns out I was stupid for that period of time. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the other storyline here is that Holly is doing... (laughs) This is such a stupid storyline, Mona. Holly is going to do... Um, a barbecue at the playmating house, which is across the it. street. Love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and remember, so there are like four main buildings they have there. They have the mansion, they have a guest mm-hmm. house, they have a, a something else house. Game house. <laughs> Game house. And then they have the property he owns across the street where all the playmates stay. And remember, they tried to make a show out of this too. They did, yes. Yeah. And so Holly is feeling kind of hurt by the fact that Barbie Benton came not too long ago mm-hmm. and asked her if she could cook. And she had to say no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. She did, right? Because now she has to fight that, the memory of Barbie Benton. Well, because this remember- bitch comes in here and says, like, well, do you cook? I'm like, bitch, you didn't even cook when you were here. What do you think I, is happening? I would say I don't have to cook. I live at the mansion. Yes, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. To. I really don't have to, oh, you God. know. Really, I just, you know, I just suck half stick. That's pretty much what I do around I just here. suck his dick with my young vagina. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, my vagina's so young. Do you remember that? was <laughs> like, my young vagina, he just loves it. And I buy puppies. That's really what I do. Yeah, that's it. Those two things. Yeah, and... Like I said on the episode that I did about Barbie Benton, that when she came to visit, I was just like, dude, you are only giving it, like, you were her. She was, like, 17 when she met him. Mm -hmm. And he was, like, 34 or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, this, 
the only difference he wasn't he wasn't faithful to her either they were non-monogamous as well the only difference is that he didn't have six other girls standing next to you in the doorway that's the Mm -hmm. only difference but you had pretty much the same life holly has right so i mean it is what it is right and now you're aged out of the of his preferred age range so you know now you can throw it in her face yeah and now you can show up here and say, did you know I, I told him to buy the mansion? Mm-hmm. Did you, you know, he told me the, the part where she goes, he wouldn't let me pierce my ears. Sounds like some shit your grandpa and your mom talk about. Yeah. You guys should be Quit embarrassed. only. <laughs> like when your grandpa told your mom that she would never go anywhere in life if she had holes in her ears. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> only fast women. A common woman would do that, right? That's yeah. what what have told her, you know, to keep her pure and fuckable. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> pure and fuckable. And he also changed her name from a Jewish name because he didn't want anybody to know she was Jewish. Mm-hmm. 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 Let <laughs> we should talk more about Hef's anti-Semitism. <laughs> like, I don't think people realize that about him. That oh yeah. Yeah, he, well, I mean, think about, like, the Aryan race that he loves to, you know, highlight, fuck, and present to everyone in Centerfold, so, yeah, yeah. he just, he loves it so much. Yeah, I mean, he and John Mayer both have a KKK dick, so, <laughs> just they do. just what it is. Okay, so, Holly, she's, she's feeling bad, she, she needs to cook. She and goes to the store to get all oh this shit, mm-hmm. and still, this fancy... <laughs> What's the, the fanciest name? mercantile so that, is a, that is a fancy place yeah well it's in hobby that, hill so i guess like candy spellings there <laughs> no there's no i don't know like for me it's safeway like that's my that's where <laughs> i go but there was no like manager special here there's no you know clearance back rack where you know they can keep everything there uh, no dented cans. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know how much things cost, what things no. look like. She's just there. I. So she goes there and she gets that, and she's calling the butlers to ask about things because Hef has a very strict diet. Um, yeah. When he goes to restaurants, he brings the food and instructions with him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? You don't need to cook for him. He, no. He's 80 years old. Please leave him alone. Everything yeah. he, you know, when I used to waitress, you hated an old person coming in asking for like tea or coffee because their taste buds <laughs> are mm-hmm. old and they can't all, they're always like, this isn't hot. And it's not hot because you're old. It's not that it's not yeah. hot. You can't feel it anymore. You're, it's all dead. Yeah. You have 80 years worth of, of nerves that have died. The dentures. You know? Yeah, you're dent- like nothing's real in there. Yeah. What mm-hmm. if hey, do you think I have had dentures? Yeah, his teeth were great. I'm sure, you know, maybe had at that point. Mm-hmm. He would have had that. He would have had dentures. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Just the more I think about like his body. <laughs> the- so wrinkled. So like yeah. And like him taking out yeah. a pair of dentures and like leaving yeah. it. On the nightstand, under the panties. Next to the dog urine? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, how the dog even get on the, do- the nightstand to piss on it? 
Uh, yeah, it, that was yeah. That's that's a lot. That's a lot they have to deal with. Anyway, so she's she's also calling the 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 butlers to like haul mm-hmm. shit over, mm-hmm. and he, which she should have done in the first place. Okay, here's the thing: they get an allowance. Mm-hmm. They don't have any money. No, and this is and so. Can you imagine? I don't. I've forgotten what it was. I think it was like a thousand. I forgot thousand dollars a week. It was a thousand dollars a week events. Mm-hmm. Right, and you they had an account at that hair place that they took Anastasia, mm-hmm. and so you didn't have to pay for that. But the thousand dollars a week was supposed to cover your clothing too, right? Yes. Okay. So she, I'm just saying, like you and I, if we got a thousand dollars a week, we'd be fine. Like <laughs> we'd be more good. than fine. <laughs> We'd be so fucking good. So good. (laughs) But I'm just also thinking about like the shit where they have to buy costumes for the, Mm -hmm. for the parties and they have, they, they're buying puppies every other week and shit. And I would be no puppies. Puppies aren't like, yeah. That fly in. Yeah. That have their own seat on a plane. Exactly. So this, so I myself would have been like, I am not going to a store to buy a a fucking bottle of ketchup for this place when the butlers <laughs> provide it. I'm not doing it. I'm not buying salad dressing. Fuck I'm not you. Salad dressing. Never. I'm go fuck off with that. Yeah. Fuck off with that. But here's Holly trying to like prove herself to to this old ass man who should be proving himself to her. Mm-hmm. And so he is like, so she, so anyway, she ends up getting a bunch of stuff brought over there and she's cooking. I mean, she, she's not a good cook, Mona. She's got instructions from the staff. Oh, um, yeah, there were two steps on the instructions. <laughs> I paused it. She's what did like, it say? Two steps. Put the hot dogs in water. <laughs> Take them out. Like, well, I went. You must be wondering why I'm doing such a great job. Well, the kitchen staff is really helping me. I'm like, with that two step recipe, two steps. Oh, yeah, I can't even start with the food. I mean, it was so gross. First off, with the noodles that she dumped that whole bottle of dressing, she used like spaghetti noodles. I don't know what this pasta salad is, and she used her hands like Kyle Richards pulling apart that chicken salad. You know that if she'd washed her hands, we would got a we would have got a shot of it. I am convinced she did not wash her hands. No, she she didn't wash her hands. She licked her fingers. <laughs> she touched it again. It. I would if I went to a par- if I went to a party and I was like, oh, who made this? And they said Holly. I'm like, I'm not touching it. Holly, you did such a great job. And then I wouldn't eat it. Dude, that's it. But then, yeah, I mean, all the money that she could have just, you know, not spent and had the butlers. Because, I mean, she kept calling them, like, five different times. It would have, if I were in, like, if this, if she had called me and I was at the store and she kept, like, calling me and saying, like, oh, yeah, can you also get this? Can you also get napkins? Can you also get this? I would have lost my shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that walk from the mansion to the house over there is probably a 20-minute walk trying yeah. to get out of the mansion and cross the street. It's probably, and then you have to, like, because I get, I think they're further down. Like, they're, mm-hmm. like, down in the house. So they probably have to go up an elevator and, and you're just, like, and I was thinking about this last week when I was thinking about whether they like Kendra being down there all the time, whether uh-huh. she, 
is fun or whether she's the boss's daughter and you're just like, oh, here comes this asshole. You know I have to work. And there's right. people want shit. And she's just down here asking about fried chicken every fucking five minutes. Like, what do you want, Kendra? Pick something and right. go back upstairs. Mm-hmm. Or I have to be or, nice to you. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. What are they going to do? They don't want to get fired. No. They probably, and like everyone else, they've probably been working there 20 years. <laughs> right. So they've seen uh, like the revolving door of all these assholes just like trying to impress Hef and then not doing great and then finding, po- like having to take the trash out of with the pasta salad inside it. Yeah. They were yeah. there. If they've been there that long, they were there when Hef was married and had kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they've seen like, you know, a calmer side and then they seen him go buck wild again. Yeah. With, you know, I, think, I, I just started thinking about this. They're like the servants in Beauty and the Beast. And they're just like. They're forever trapped as the salt and pepper until the <laughs> spell is broken. Yes. And they're just there waiting, waiting oh for Hef to die and for them to be released. Like, <laughs> Please die. I am tired of being this Ikea dresser. I can't dance and I have to do it every night. (laughs) And here's Bill walking around talking about, look at all these books. You're like, listen, bitch, we're all stuck here. (laughs) We're stuck here. Stop fucking around and fall in love so we can go. (laughs) And then she dances. This is the stupidest part of Beauty and the Beast. Belle dances with the beast as the servants stand around singing a song about how ugly he is. Yeah. He can hear them. <laughs> and, and <they're> just, <laughs> He's not deaf. And they're just like, oh my God, isn't it crazy that this beautiful young woman is falling in love with this ugly beast? <laughs> so ugly. And what That's we really hope it happens. Because we like to be people again. <laughs> That's, you know what? It's a little late. I we need to move on because I am entirely too. This is too funny to me. Okay, so Holly makes terrible food. It's I like a rare burger, a medium rare burger, but that's not what that was. That was no. that was a salmonella burger. That was a <laughs> that was a college freshman George Foreman grill. You put it on too long. You're you've never cooked on your own before, mm-hmm. and everyone cook. has to go to the clinic. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to do that. Everyone's gonna feel weird afterwards. We're like, um, guys, sorry to tell you, if there's plastic in there, Everybody, just just spit it out. Or that's what your large intestines for. Afterwards, everyone's got worms. Yeah, with some worms. You know, you guys, we all want to lose weight, right? This is the new diet. <laughs> Hopefully, your worm will latch on. And. So she's like, she's also, she's upset that he didn't like it. She's upset that, I mean, she just invited these, the, the girls that are staying there. She invited the girls from across, the, um, you know, Kendra, Anastasia, and uh, mm-hmm. Bridget, who's walking her adorable little dog. Um, that's really all she gets in this episode. And so, yeah. so she invited everyone. And what she didn't realize is that when you cook a bunch of food for 11 people, mm-hmm. You have to stay in the kitchen. <laughs> you don't get to go out there and socialize. No. Which is why she should have let the butlers do it. Oh my God. So, right. She just wanted to suffer so she can show off that she is useful in ways outside the bedroom. 
So about midway through, she's a little upset by this. She says, I'm tired. So she decides to take the 20 minute walk, probably longer because she goes to the guest house mm-hmm. to finish her project over there. She just leaves this party she started. Mm-hmm. And I know that when I'm tired, I certainly take a 20 minute walk, bust out some paint and stencils and <laughs> stencil some shit. That's right. I'm tired. I'm going to go flip a house. <laughs> exactly. And so she goes over there. She's pissed, okay? And she doesn't want to say it. And that's that's a recurring thing about Holly. Recurring theme about Holly. Meanwhile, Kendra would say she was pissed. But Holly's yeah. like, I'm not mad. I'm just stenciling. And so Hef comes over because the producer probably told him to. Because we yeah. all know that he's abusive to her off camera. So if no one was filming, he would have been like, fuck that bitch. And so he comes over and it's like, are you okay? And she's like, me, I'm just tired. I'm just That's tired. That's why I'm You didn't just say, hey, when you didn't appreciate what I made, it made me feel hurt. When you did this, I felt like this. Oh my God, these people need therapy. Yeah. Um, That's all she did. But instead she wanted to like play coy and like, oh, I'm just tired. I know. She could have just said, you know, I really, I did all this because I just wanted to, to do something nice for you. And I know you didn't mean to because who else, I mean, who would like that nasty burger I gave you? But <laughs> next right. time I give you food, can you pretend you like it and then throw it in and away when I'm not looking? Just, yeah, just say something nice about it. Oh my God. We would be so much emotionally prepared <laughs> for this, for Hef. Well, his, yeah. Mona, you and I wouldn't have done that. We no, would have, we would have like kept our thousand dollars a week. We would have been like calling down, being like, "Excuse me, Jeeves, can you bring some barbecue over here because right. I'm not cooking it." Mm-mm. I would have put glass in that burger, like the Christopher Pike novel I really loved as a teenager. <laughs> and then the glass would have slowly eaten away in his stomach, and that's how he would have died. I'm sure Hef is on to them on that Hef. Knows that his food is being poisoned. <laughs> yeah. He has a, a taster comes in. Yeah. To like have a Chinese to, emperor. I think that that was fake, half biting into that burger. I think he yeah. was just like, all right, you know, I gotta, you know, I only eat food prepared by my staff because I'm not doing I'm not doing this. You know my <laughs> cholesterol levels. I know. He's probably got so many dietary restrictions. So many things. Yeah, he can't eat real food. He has to eat like chicken noodle soup. Yeah, a dash of salt would kill him. I mean, yeah. that's probably what did kill him. Just a sprinkle. That's probably what, what Crystal did. <laughs> sprinkle a little bit. She put some lorries on it. <laughs> and he's, he's like, like, I can taste this. <laughs> he died immediately. Mm-hmm. And so, all right, so that's pretty much where the show ends with the cover reveal that we were talking about. And, you know, I, the... Mary and her team of girls, Mary and her angels down in the office, hide it mm-hmm. from Holly because she's like snooping. And they finally reveal, and everyone's really happy. And Kendra does mention that they photoshopped her pussy, and they did because her labia were like, it was just detailed. And this is all very dis- Disney-fied. <laughs> and yeah. once it, it's anatomically, you know what I'm saying? Once, once we can like see that type of detail, it doesn't, it's not it's not like happy porn anymore. It's just like hustler porn. And so, right. <laughs> so she, 
they had photoshopped that and she was really happy about that and they were just they it was a lot of pictures in there i'm happy for them because like as far as i'm concerned Hef is getting exactly what he pays for he's getting these hot women to do sexual favors for him make him look good cater to him pump up his fucking ego make him baby okay. burgers that'll kill him all that okay. stuff and okay. so i'm glad they got something they wanted too yeah i mean and that's really what they what they felt would have justified yeah. yeah like legitimize yeah the relationship they're like well now you really think of us as real girlfriends because you have us on the one thing that kept us here this whole time was the magazine you know in the world that we you know uh suck your hairy balls for so yeah that's uh yeah they and they finally you can tell like and kendra i think like shed a tear when she saw it so i didn't know she was capable of emotion yeah i kendra is high out of her mind most of the time (laughs) yeah she's i always say she doesn't even know how old hef is she doesn't know shit about what's going on she's just like there and I mean, I would be too, babe. I would be too. I'm not judging Kendra for that. But when she does pop in on stuff like this, when she's like, you got to choose the black. What are they, crazy? The black. It's the black. (laughs) And I think she made a joke about how black is best. That's what she says at the end. And she smiles really funny. I think she made a joke about black is best, like fucking black men. Because Kendra, I've only seen Kendra with men of color. Right. Which also reminds me, Half, she's not attracted to you. She's Mm-mm. absolutely not attracted to you. 100% not attracted to you at all. No. <laughs> yeah, but she's ready to call you honey and everything. So that was it. Mona, I want to ask you, is there anything else that you want to make sure that we talk about, about Hef, about the girls, about his toenails, about oh, his dietary man. restrictions? You know, I'm glad he's gone. I was, uh, <laughs> I wish more white men took the same route. I'm glad um, he's dead. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad we put this, an end to that. Um, <sighs> and that no one has really replaced him. So I'm, I'm glad that that era is over. You I'm glad that for the like time him? that I had when I watched the show, I'm glad for the time that I had talking about the show with you. Um, Mona, do you yes. think his son is anything like him? His son's? His yeah. two kids? Yeah. Oh, probably. He has I two think, daughters and like they're they're like 50 or 60 or something yeah. like that. Well, yeah, because Christy was uh-huh. the CEO for a long time. Yep. So I don't, yeah, I'm sure they're all in, in that because it's normalized to them, right? Like they um, are jaded to to any kind of thing. So I'm sure they're trying to live that experience and trying to get girls to, to like them for that because they, you know, I mean, in Hollywood, everyone wants to be like famous adjacent yeah any kind of like whiff of like fame um brings your fuckability rate like so high up so i'm I'm sure that they're playing that right now yeah yeah i guess and i what are they in their 30s now probably maybe probably yeah so um sonia who i was also a guest on the show sent me a blind item about like a vault that's uh, that was in the playboy mansion that just has like tons of pictures of all because before they started just letting anyone in like right now they're still doing that midsummer night's dream party but it's like at a hotel in vegas and it's like a hundred dollars to get in but you know in the 70s and 80s you had to get an invite you couldn't just be like here's my visa i'll be there yeah 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 (laughs) it wasn't like that and so 
that's why celebrities would come over and also, you know, he was obsessed with being famous. And um, they just have all these pictures of celebrities and like in compromising positions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, like just tons of shit like that. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I mean, he was a fucking hoarder. So like, I totally believe that. Oh, yeah. I totally believe that there's a lot of, like, even disposable film, you know, like, that was a lot of what he used um, with the girls. I'm sure there are a lot of cameras that haven't been developed yet that still have all this, like, nasty shit on there. And people who wanted to keep it in the vault. Yeah. I mean, like I always say, you think about the Playboy Mansion as the darkest place on Earth. It's a place where Donald Trump and Bill Cosby could be at the exact same Mm -hmm. place. It's a place where if you went in the bathroom, there were wet wipes, baby oil. Mm -hmm. Baby oil, yeah. Not even Mm -hmm. lube. Baby oil. (laughs) And there was something else that was really gross, but no condoms. (laughs) Just... Why? Yeah. And at the tennis court, too. So, like, you would go to the tennis court and you just be like, yeah, I'm just having a really good game. Do you want to fuck me in my ass? Like, yes. right. I'm ready. <laughs> so it's like the dark. And I know a lot of people think it's about sex. That's not like, that's not how I feel. I'm not worried about the sex part. It is the power dynamics. It's the mm-hmm. way it's the quaaludes. It's, <laughs> it's shit like that. If it was like people who knew exactly, if it wasn't always like somebody seven, just about to turn, just turned 18 year old daughter. Mm-hmm. That's just like, chilling and the next thing you know she's got a fucking quaalude in her mouth she's passed out right if it, if it were like grown people with experiences and like the ability and agency and the ability to make choices saying you know what i just want to go over to the playboy mansion and like throw my fucking legs in the air and get railed by everybody that's so right so let mm-hmm. me get my purse <laughs> yeah, let me get my pocketbook <laughs> yeah. let me get my pocketbook and uh, just head on over real. like that's a whole different thing than i got invited to a party by andrew dice clay <laughs> and now it's more Ugh, i yeah. don't know what the fuck happened like that's a right, whole right. fucking different thing and it's just i can't believe i chose this but i'm having the best time and i just really appreciate you coming Thank i you. really i really appreciate like like, guys, you don't know this, but Mona allowed me to push this back because my kids are bad. She <laughs> she allowed me to take phone calls about foster children in the middle. Absolutely. Like, Mona's great, and I don't listen to Mona's podcast anymore because <laughs> let me tell you why. Mona has a great podcast. It's called How About Now, okay? Mm-hmm. She's on there with Rachel. I love both of them. I think they have great opinions. I think they have great insights. I laugh a lot. I stop listening. Why? Because they're covering Married at First Sight and they've got this hard on for this motherfucker named Bennett and I fucking hate him. And I just, Mona, I want to like yeah. you. Okay? You I want to, except for my opinions about Bennett. I get I, it. I want to think of you fondly. <laughs> and I don't want to see your face on social media and go, this bitch so i had to stop listening okay actually that's not true i listened to the first like five or ten minutes where you guys are just catching up yeah and then when you start talking about the show i turned it off you know what thank you for sticking with us as long as that i mean honestly (laughs) we 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 get into the bennett hardcore wow you you haven't heard about our bennett circle jerk 
Circle Jerk Corner about Bennett. Yeah. For those of you who don't watch Married at First Sight, Bennett is a goddamn clown. And when I say mm-hmm. clown, I mean circus clown. I mean theater kid. Uh, I theater mean- was his religion. So yeah, <laughs> theater, I pastor, watched- pastor clown Mona. of I the watched- first temple clown church. I got into a big fight last mm, Friday night. And to punish myself, I watched the latest episode of Marriage at First Sight. Okay. And when that bitch picked up that fucking guitar and started playing it, uh-huh. I said, I'm out. I tried. I'm out. You guys are going to play guitars and ride unicycles. Gonna, and have you're okay people. with the big hat with all the sunflowers on it? No. And that, I'm not the garden okay. that she wore on her head? You're okay no. with that? I'm not okay with that weird Al Yankovic hair either that Ben is running around here with. I thought it was a wig, Mona. <laughs> no, it's all real. And it's unfortunate because they have some very interesting couples on this season. And I'm like, mm, I should, I was like, I want to know what's going on with that Woody guy mm-hmm. and that those yep. two little braids on top of mm-hmm. his head. I want to know what's going on with that over there. But I can't because Bennett's over here doing his thing, and I'm so mad, and he's got that crazy mom. I can't do it, Mona. That kisses on the mouth. Yeah. <sighs> Mona. Oh, princess, it, it'll get worse. No! <laughs> don't worry about it. It'll, it, get wor- it gets worse. Do you think, because my mom watches Married at First Sight too, and mm-hmm. she hates those people, but she says she fast-forwards through their scenes and watches everyone else. Do you think... It's possible for me to do that without seeing Bennett. It is very hard to eliminate the Bennett scenes because it's it, they don't it's so interspersed into every single thing. So right. you're gonna see him, but yeah, you can fast forward over him. You're not missing anything. I think the show, and I think the fans because i am the only one who thinks this by the way guys mm-hmm. go on twitter no one thinks this it's just me alone on this boat but i think the reason everyone's so excited about them is because very rarely do the married at first sight experts get anything right <laughs> so, right exactly mm-hmm. they don't. usually they're there they read the question and are like oh you uh hate cats let's find you someone with a cat like that's right. how they normally do it yes and i think her name is amelia amelia and bennett do seem like very like a good match i'm not saying they aren't i think that's what everyone's reacting to they're really excited that here are some people that this worked for it seems i mean both well, graduates from clown college they're ready <laughs> to take their post clown collegiate life to the real world so yeah we haven't seen yet so we're still i mean it's still early but you'll see i i can see where the cracks are gonna are gonna happen especially with bennett absolutely guys if you know someone who comes to a party with a guitar and starts singing about three hours in Mm -hmm. these are the people these are it right here these are the people these are the i'm in a band i'm in a band mm -hmm. kind of thing Mm-hmm. He has three jobs. One of them is a pedicab. So yeah, he he can't take him seriously. So no, he doesn't have a, he doesn't have it together. But he has enough for her because she does. 
Yeah, because she's like, is she going to her residency? Is that mm-hmm. what it is? She's going to residency, so she has an actual job. It's funny because I don't know if you saw the scene where he, she was talking to his like friend and she's like, well, yeah, I am a doctor. And then he says with his theater ass background saying like, well, I wrote a play about being a doctor. So <laughs> I did see these that. are the clowns you're talking about. And I was I like, okay. That. okay, fine. But you know what? I'm so starved for something to watch mm-hmm. that I feel like, and also my mom yells at me every week that I didn't watch it. Um, I don't know what's going on with her. Shit. She turned 60 and got real pushy. And so, <laughs> so I might go ahead and do that. I, and I do, I can't believe I started this. I don't listen to your podcast anymore. No, Mona All and right. Rachel's podcast is very good. Very, very good. I, it just came back. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about it. I think you two are very funny. And also, it's really obvious that, like, you and Rachel have good chemistry. Yeah, we've known each other for a very long time. Really? Yeah. yeah I, she was one of the first friends I ever met in Seattle in 2001. So I met her oh, when I was going to college. And then, wow. um, yeah, we've just kind of, like, you've been friends ever since. And now she's a, a real therapist. And so mm-hmm. she brings that perspective. And I bring nothing other than <laughs> my no. dumbass. No, 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 no. I was watching episode, I was listening to an episode where you were talking about how you're, how, like, yeah, some people can wait a little bit to have sex, but you just prefer to get right up in there. And it's I was I, like, Exactly. Me. Yes. Oh, good I'm job. Like, she was saying how, like, you don't want to, like, bond or something or put your hormones on something. Like, I'm never, wait, I don't see a problem. And she, listen, she had some good information because when she said the hormone you release when you have sex with someone is the same one as doing heroin or eating sugar, I was like, Mm -hmm. is this why I can leave anybody? Because all I do is eat sugar and I already get that. Right. Why I am diabetic. (laughs) Yeah. I'm pre-diabetes. Bringing in it. Diabetes. (laughs) Diabetes. That's where I'm sugar foot. (laughs) I'm a horny sugar foot. I was thinking the same thing. So you were like, oh no, I don't wait. (laughs) I I don't wait. For what? Like, yeah, me too. Like For I would what? love, I would love to meet. I mean, I've been married thirteen years, so I wouldn't be meeting anyone to fuck them. I'm just in case my husband's mm-hmm. listening. But I'm just, I, I would love to just meet someone, get a like, have like a good, a decent conversation, like maybe an hour or two to kind of get a like an idea mm-hmm. what they're like, and then just mm-hmm. go right in there and fuck them, and then that's if it. that's good, then we can proceed. And if it's not, if we don't fit there. Then, like, we don't need to talk anymore. We don't need to talk anymore. That's it. We had a good time. Thank you. I also eat grapes at the grocery store, so that's what you should know about me. I don't have <laughs> impulse control. So, but Mona, yeah, you bring a lot to the table. I think you're very funny. I love how Rachel is like, you know what? You guys are like Bert and Ernie. <laughs> In a good way. And so... <laughs> And I also love that you guys actually know each other because everybody else that I kind of hang around right now, I know I, they're all internet friends, but you and Rachel are real in life, know each other, can pick each other out of a lineup friends. Yes. And I love that. Thanks. Yeah. We have a good time. We have a good time. And you know, I know she likes to focus on Married at First Sight just because like she has a lot of problems with the therapist. So I, as we get more into like the therapist having a say, I know that that perspective is going to come out. I'm just in it to talk shit about people. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm here to do too. Claw, call call out clownery. 
<laughs> Mona, thank you for coming. Thank you for spending so long on this fucking phone with me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for moving your time around. Thank you for talking honestly about your feelings, about thank Hugh you. Hefner's toes. I just really... Can you tell the people where they can find you on Twitter, Instagram, in the streets, where? Yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram as Karida, K-I-R-I-D-A. It means favorite girl in my native language. Um, and as young as the five kids, I was that. So yeah, you can find me there and um, <laughs> clowning everywhere. Yeah, and also on How About No. Yeah, and you guys do a new episode. It usually comes on the weekends, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, we try to do, uh, we've been doing it once a week. And so far, until more drama comes, we'll be, we'll, we'll keep keep at it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and I, I also like that you guys drop on a day that like a lot of podcasts drop on like Mondays and Wednesdays and things like that. But you, I feel like I wake up Saturday morning to you guys yep. and mm-hmm. I absolutely need it. <laughs> we'll carry yeah. you through. Yeah. I, Mona, thank you for coming. Thank you for listening to me rant about Bennett and for Aww. letting me get the, like, I just, I've been talking terribly about him and about the show. And now like after just talking to you for like five minutes about it, five, 10 minutes about it, I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I can watch it. <laughs> oh, not Bennett. Yeah. I'm not a, a Bennett apologist at all. Don't watch him. If you, I don't think he'll get better, but um, yeah, just, you know, watch the show. Yeah, We're getting through the honeymoon, which is the most boring part. And we've done five episodes of it. So yeah, I think you'll, we'll get to some drama. I think it's, we'll see how it sticks around and COVID's going to come. So I think we'll see how people manage being in each other's space 24 seven. Yeah. And the honeymoons are bad because like they're at a resort and like, I can love anybody at a resort while they're bringing me like good food and I'm swimming together. I like when they go home and they're like, okay, so how the fuck do we do this? Right. That's what I like about it. That's what. Yes. All right, Mona, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much. Have a nice night. Yeah, have a nice night. Thank you. Thank you.